Sláinte. Well, welcome back. It's been, I don't know, how long has it been, Greg? Has it been a week and a half, maybe? Jeez, a couple weeks. Has it been that long? Two weeks, yeah. Uh, welcome to uh, Season 2. We're calling this Season 2, Episode 2. Uh, we've uh, lost Hagen, lost him in the contact. We're trying to wrap up his contract. His lawyers and I are talking. Uh, he's not an easy buyout, as you can imagine. He won't go. He won't go riding off into the sunset easily. You're gonna have to go to arbitration. Yeah, that's. He doesn't know what that word means. Speaking of that, I I got my dictionary with me tonight, Greg, in case you bust oh. out. Uh, what was the word? I'm perfect. No. Perseveration. <laughs> Perseveration. Yeah, just in case. I We said it last time, the uh, podcast has gotten a lot more intelligent. Um, as Hagen would say, and he's, he's got a saying, addition by subtraction. So uh, once uh, Hagen bowed out, I mean, he hasn't officially bowed out. He, he'll be back for his finale one of these days. Uh, tonight is graduation for his high school. So he's a little tied up. So we'll get one in the books and then hopefully uh, get him in here soon with... Uh, the guy who's claiming to do an interview, we won't even use his name tonight because I'm getting to the point where I'm not going to use his name unless he's going to come on. Yeah, well, I mean, the guy has to use an abacus to uh, do his math. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to, uh, I don't know, what the heck's been going on, Carp? What's been happening in two weeks? God, it doesn't feel like two well, weeks. Well, actually, I- I'm going to ask you that question because uh, I think you got some news to uh, to report out for us. Yeah, we've got some uh, exciting stuff. As uh, most of you know, I coach baseball and lucky enough to do so at uh, Columbia High School uh, in my 15th year, I think that's what they said. Um, yeah, the team, um, I know we were talking about the season as we started, and we were off to a rough 0-5 start um, and then start putting things together in conference and um, – Ended up taking the four seed, and anyways, we uh, we got into the state tournament, um, and then we went down to Twin Falls this past weekend and uh, got to the state championship game. Knocked off a couple good clubs, good battles, um, and then we got our conference foe, uh, the uh, the always uh, hated Bishop Kelly Knights, and if, if their coach is listening, we're friends. He's a great guy, uh, but it's always one of those where everybody wants to knock off BK because they are solid in everything they do, so... Yeah, I lost a tough one to them. one nothing going into the sixth. Actually, going into the seventh. And then they tacked on a few to, to kind of finish this off. But heck of a heck of a weekend, heck of a season. Uh, proud of my my club. And, yeah, it was fun. It was really reinvigorating, man. It was, there were was so many intense games. And, yeah, it was cool. It was yeah, I told stuff. you. They're, I mean, they're, they're fun to watch. How, how many kids do you, do you lose to graduation? Yeah, we actually had three seniors. That's it. Yeah. Uh, three seniors we, this, for most of this season. Actually, for all of this season, we started six sophomores. Six sophomores started. So, um, yeah, hopefully good things to come if they continue to do what they do, which, like you said, they're fun to watch because they play hard and uh, they work hard. They're coachable. Um, yeah, and, and, again, above all, they're, they're good They're good young men. They're growing. It's fun to watch them grow up over a whole season of all this this kind of stuff. And, you know, for us, honestly, going down to the state tournament, you know, as, as a coaching staff, we were – at a minimum, we just the experience that they were going to get and watching good baseball and being part of that, and then like I said, they stepped up and played well and gave us a chance to get to the title game. Yeah, I watched I watched the first game on the amazing in- internet, mm-hmm. and uh, it looked like that first game they played uh, a little tight, what we refer to as maybe a little sphincter ball yeah. for a little while, right? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. What was that my coach used to say? <laughs> you couldn't shit a grease BB. <laughs> and then it looked like they they loosen up and they and they they put it together it was yeah. it was fun to watch oh yeah there was the definite uh jitters of trying to get them just to take a breath because i think some of them went b- without breathing for a while 
uh, especially during our, our infield, outfield, our pregame stuff. You could you could see it. The youth stuff was going, but again, once they got comfortable and the confidence started building, you could you could feel it every day. You know, when we got back to the hotel and we took batting practice at um, Twin Falls' hitting facility, and yeah, it was it was a great experience. And you know, nobody wants to finish second, right? Uh, none of us are too excited about that. But again, could be more proud. You guys yeah. do some Joe Madden stuff on the road. Uh, yeah, and you know they they did. I wish I could take credit for that kind of stuff. Um, they are they're a fun group, and when you have young guys, and I, and I'm not probably the greatest example because I'm I could probably be a little bit too intense maybe sometimes. As much as I like to have fun, um, but yeah, they went out on uh, was it Thursday night? They went to uh, American Eagle in the mall and bought some of these ten dollar button down. You know, I'll try. I don't know if I put. A, I'll try and put a picture on Instagram, but um, yeah, like six of them bought it so we uh yeah so we went out to eat they were coach can we wear can we wear this and yeah so they did so well, they, see they, i thought i thought that'd be pretty cool some of that joe madden stuff where they all dress up in hawaiian shirts or right. like 70s leisure shoots <laughs> leisure suits for the road i'm like wow that's pretty cool Diplock yeah. let them do that yeah yeah it was it was fun they and again they asked and and it was for the most part it was mainly the the, the 10th graders the young ones but they wanted to they wanted to do that so they had the bermuda shorts on and then they had the button up shirts with all kinds of funky designs and um yeah like i said they're they're fun they they they're getting to the point where they realize you know um we will have fun but when the when the time comes right we we just we get ready to get after it and yeah i'm ready to i'm excited i'm excited for the next two years we lost some we lost some tough seniors some great kids um that's always tough that last day but yeah it was a great trip yeah yeah it's fun to watch yeah we um yeah so we did that we had like i said a lot of fun and kind of getting back to reality and it's weird right for us you know this and anybody else that coaches once your season's over it's kind of a weird feeling you're in this kind of kind of funk like what do i do now after work or <laughs> what yeah, am i gonna podcast. do next night yeah podcast i gotta do the podcast so luckily for our listeners we we might be doing podcasts four or five nights a week because <laughs> we need somebody to talk <laughs> i know to. they want us to do podcasts they're gonna get sick of us in yeah. a week well my wife will be doing that like oh she's so used to me being gone she's <laughs> like aren't you going over to greg's to do the podcast yeah yeah um yeah other than that for me uh, i'm trying to think of what else um gonna have my knee done the the knee surgery here in a couple weeks the 15th getting a new knee another one so yeah um, and we briefly talked about not on the podcast but what's your recovery time for that yeah you know i was trying to remember the last time and if my surgeon's listening it won't be good but i'm gonna gonna be honest um after i had my knee replaced in 17 i was playing floor hockey uh tracy wasn't too excited but i'd work my way back just within a couple months um I remember being back at work again, not that I had to do much in terms of physical stuff for work. So it was like three or four weeks after the surgery. Uh, but they had, you know, it's like anything today. They have you up and moving pretty dang quick. I mean, the night of the surgery after I was doing a step up on a the stairs, they already had me moving and doing a step up. So um, I was in the dugout. I know this, I was back in the dugout, like in nine days. I remember it was like the ninth day and I had my cane and then I switched to my fungo when I got out of the car. So I used my fungo. For those of you who don't know what it is, it's a coach's bat, a little skinnier and longer than a normal bat. I used that as my cane so I could get in the dugout. So, I mean, I did everything right that I was supposed to do. And, I shoot, I, like I said, that's why I'm not waiting as long with this knee. You know? Yeah, I was thinking about loading up in the car and driving 14, 17 hours to Omaha. Oh, man. Yeah, I brought that up at home. I brought that at home. Yeah. She said, you ask your doctor. Um, yeah, you ask him and see what he says. Uh, either he, he probably won't even let you get on a plane, which I remember asking that too last time I had it done. Yeah, and I just got, check this out. So yesterday, 
I get an email from, I don't even know who it's from at all, uh, but it's the retirement party for my high school. Um, he was my assistant coach. Um, my first two years, my last two years, my junior and senior year, it's just awesome. He's kind of the guy that, um, I mentored myself as, as a coach, to be honest. I loved him. He was hard on us, but he was the first guy, like we talk about, like when you did, when you did the little things right, he let you know, but he's retiring from teaching. He retired from coaching about four years ago and retired from teaching after 36 years. And yeah, sure enough, it's like nine days after my surgery. And uh, I was like, oh man, cause he's, there's not many of those that you like yep. want to be at. That's one that like, I want to be there when, cause he freaking deserves it. Like, like I said, he's he was a big, big mentor in my life for coaching. Yeah, yeah I, I did that about shoot eight, eight years ago. Wade was, I think Wade was a freshman or a sophomore, and my coach, that guy, I thought he was old when I was in high school, right? Yeah. And he threw batting practice every day. We got every player on the team got twenty five, thirty, thirty hacks a day, and he pitched the entire the entire batting practice. Yeah. He was that old school. They wore those those like slicker. You know what I mean? Those like wrestling weight loss right, where type you sweat your ass off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and he would throw and throw and throw, and every now and then someone would hit a line drive back at him through the L screen, <laughs> and hit him like right in the ribs. <laughs> and then he'd just laugh at you. And then he then he'd throw even harder. So, anyways, um, now one of my good friends is the head coach, and he invited people to to come to take batting practice off a of coach. Oh, that's so you cool. know. So they were, yeah. it was kind of an alumni night, right? And I I yeah I dusted off the old cleats yeah. and took some batting practice but <laughs> it was the same guy yeah. and you got to realize i played for him 25 years before that right and uh the guy's just amazing outstanding that's and you know me that's what i want to and i think most of us that have played and you guys that are you know doing other things we miss coaching so much it's the thing that i just somebody asked me you know this weekend down there because i am one of the one of the well elder the statesmen older, yeah big time yeah uh, a lot of guys i know we were losing a couple of solid guys that are hanging them up. I, they asked me how much longer you got. And I said, I, geez, I don't really have any plans to, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, but I want to do like that. I want to be able to throw batting practice, which I do all the time. Still. Um, I don't go as many complete games as we call it. Like, yeah, I uh, That just doesn't happen as often. Um, but I found this weekend, um, just throwing batting practice down there. I didn't even feel my arm, the adrenaline. It was so yeah. again, even, you know, and the kids don't realize, I think what they do for you, but just walking, like driving in, right? We had the, uh, we had our special bus, special bus. We had our uh, Chris Thiel, you know, graciously. Yeah, the, the team bus. The team bus. Yeah. You know, he lets us use that. So we get a, we have that whenever we want, right? We're not at the hands of anybody else. So we've got the music blaring and just the, fi- I mean, the kids are fired up watching them and watching my coaches who played for me and their intensity and then driving in and then getting out and walk. You know, everybody's watching you, right? You're coming in for the final. It's such a cool feeling. Um, and to soak it up and, Again, that was the keep the reminding the kids that like soak this up because yep. you know we never we never you know we never felt like that because you you might you not know, make it back. Yeah, you're right. It's so hard. I mean, I've already gone through that once where it felt like it took us forever to get back after yeah. having a good team. So, yeah, I I, I want to yeah that's partly why I'm getting the was the reason I got the other knee done was I wanted to keep coaching. I don't want to coach and be a guy that just you know sits in the dugout and fills up a lineup card. I want to be able to I do want to be able to throw batting practice and jump in and take some swings every couple yeah, of weeks yeah, and yeah. do all that stuff. So you got to show them that you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know what you're, you're like, Hey, I actually played this game. Yeah. 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 So, and it, it is fun to do too, right? With the, the younger they get and the, the separation of how long ago you played, you're like, ah, okay, there's still part of your ego that like these little suckers need to know that, uh, guess what, man, I was doing this way before you were even a twinkle, yeah. twinkle in somebody's eye. Yeah. Right? Yeah. For that one kid that gives you that little <laughs> slant eyed look. Yeah. You know, and you have yeah. to like, 
Listen, pal. Yeah. Listen, Junior. Uh, yeah, you, you know, before you took your first little uh, turd, dude, uh, I was still swinging the bat. Yeah. So. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Well, but, that's exciting because yeah. uh, I told you, I told you that group, they just, they, they just have something. They have an edge. Yeah. They, and they have, they have an IQ that can take them a long way. Right. And they're fun to watch. Yeah. Now we just got to make sure that IQ uh, transfers into the classroom so they can be around for the next couple years because, uh, some of that, and it's not just my kids, right? You're just hearing about it. Again, we can get off on a tangent about uh, what COVID has done a lot with kids and their work ethic in, the, in academics right now and all that disaster. But, yeah, so I think I'm trying to think of anything other. How about you? Nothing for me, just wrapping up a school year. Yeah. You know, I'm heading into summer. You know, I just keep I keep thinking of Hagen when he says that summer of Dave. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'd like to have the, the summer of carp. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah. So what's, what's the summer of carp going to be? What do, you, lot, what do you see it being? A lot, a lot like Hagen, yeah. where I'm going to play some golf. Yeah, I, I really, really, really would like to go to Omaha. Yeah, you know our friend's going to be there for a little while. He's right. I'm, he's going to listen to this. Yeah, and then uh, he's the got, first listener. He is, isn't he? Every time, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. And, and the first critiquer. Yes. Yeah. You know, I've got it set up right now. I can hook up my phone. We can call him right now. I think we need to. When does he call you? Um, normally calls me when he's allegedly at work or driving to work. Yeah. Driving to work. He's yes. one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. He won't call you when he's at home. Yeah. He doesn't want to interfere with it. You know, he's a, he's a good dad or, and, or yeah. where, or driving when he gets yeah. to his destination. All right, man. Good talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's done. Yeah. 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 Oh, maybe we, maybe we'll get to him later on. We'll see. Um, but he, I think he's worried about it cause he, he won't answer the phone knowing. I know he know probably I mean? wouldn't answer the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He'd be like a lot of our friends and just. You know, yeah, talk the talk. Talk the talk. They won't walk yeah. the walk, huh? Yeah, it just so happened to be graduation tonight, huh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he, the other one who should be on here, I'm not. He doesn't really need to go to graduation, does he? I mean, he could. Uh, I shouldn't say that. That's not he right. Teaches seniors, so he that's teaches fair. Teaches kids, yeah. yeah. But yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I have to admit, he's you know, Wade had, Wade had him as, as a teacher and loved him. Yeah. So yeah. he must be pretty good. He's good. He's tough, though. I've had guys that had him. You know, Columbia will, right, as we know, the exchange schools. Yep. Kids will go over for certain uh, certain uh, content and and Murph teaching econ. Um, yeah, I had guys go over there. I had guys say he's, t- he's tough as a teacher, you know. Um, and that's he's a veteran. He, yeah. He's a veteran. He knows what he's doing. Because he wants to, you know, he wants to, in his own words, he wants to save America. One so, by one. Yeah, he's done a great job over the last 15 years. Yeah, he, I mean, yeah. He's, he's real good. America's, America's on the rise. The guy, yeah. the guys we surround ourselves that you can't say enough about what what they do for you know for kids, all yeah. of them. Uh, like yeah. like we said, we rag them a lot; they rag us. But at the end of the day, there's a reason why they're they're we're all friends and yeah. we're all tight. Yeah, you sound like my dad. That's what, that's what my dad said when he left here. He's like, man, those guys are like the guys you grew up with. My you know my group back home. I said, well, I wouldn't be hanging around with them if they weren't good people. Yeah, and then he said, well, what about Kevin? You can hang around him. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yeah, that's that's a good point. I said, well, you always got to bring one into the into the circle so you can hopefully rescue him down the road. Yeah, yeah. you got to see him play golf. Oh, well, I've only seen him, and I'm terrible. So you know, around me, he's he's Phil Mickelson, right? Um, well, it, I'm telling you, it, it, even though you're a baseball guy, you you watch him take a swing at a golf ball. <laughs> you, you you're gonna want to jump into golf coach mode because <laughs> yeah. the swing is so sweet. Oh, he's got it. Yeah, it's it's an epic swing for sure. Well, what I've seen, and again, I haven't been with you guys, but he hits the ball so high. I don't know if he does that with you. I'm like, 
and, and maybe it's just because I can't. Everything is on a line drive because I don't, I don't know how to hit a golf ball right yet. But his are like, I mean, they're super high. Yeah. Arcing this big old right, you know. Which is funny because he does that and he never really gets in trouble because it doesn't, it doesn't go like far enough for the slice to take effect. Gotcha. So he's always in the fairway. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's what I thought. When I was with him, I heard he was dog shit. And then I golf with him and I'm like, man, this guy actually keeps, I mean, didn't look that bad. But then again, I, like I said, what do I know? I don't golf with anybody. So it's hard for me to tell. Yeah, I won't, I won't call it dog shit. Not total but, dog shit? But he's playing league and he's, he's, he's getting better by his own right. Oh, is he in the league? Oh, yeah. That, he, I didn't know that. He didn't tell me that. Oh. He's in the league. Huh. He, he has not revealed that. I yeah. wonder why. Yeah. He hmm. used to use a, a five wood. Right. He called it like the five wood and the feathered five wood. <laughs> now he's got a three wood. Okay. So now he's a two club guy? All he needs is a quiver. Because <laughs> he, he only uses like, like, three, like three clubs. Right. <laughs> well, I know, when I played with him, he had one of those, uh, is it called a range finder? What is it called? Range finder? He's got a range finder? He lost it the day he played with me. Well, he's a disaster. Yeah, we spent more time looking for it um, than we did actually playing. Um, we played nine holes. It took us an hour and a half, and we looked for his range finder for two hours. Yeah. And that, I'm like, you have a range finder? <laughs> Why do you have a range finder? Yeah. Because he's not very, he, well, okay. Do you know, after the first episode, the, those guys gave me a hard time. Because I, I divulged some some information from our from our uh, road trip. What what was it you divulged that was so? I, I, I remember them complaining yeah. about something. I can't talk about it. Oh, apparently, I'm, you can't, I'm, <laughs> you've been you've been uh, they've gone to. Uh, they've gone I, to I got a, a gag order. Yeah, they've gone to a lawyer and put some stuff in place. Yeah, and talked and to my people. And that's yeah. another friend. That's mm. that's a not, not not the ones we've. Yeah, it's another one who's like Twitter famous. Oh, that guy, the politician, the guy that's always on there with his political rants. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's my neighbor, too, kind of. He's on the other side of the street. I had that comment. He lives on the other side of the street. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the Joey side of the street. There's a couple other dudes over there that are Joseph's. That's that's right. There's another administrator. Yeah. Yeah. We'll call him another Joey. Yeah. I think he he listens to this podcast, too. Yeah. All right. Are we caught up on, uh, I think, we're really caught up. There's not a whole lot. You know know who else listened? The, the other guy who's who's got a podcast, he he called me up one day, yeah. Well, it was school business, right? Yeah. But then he was like, "Hey," he's like, I, I, "I'm I'm not I'm not mad at you for you know what you said because he's like, you're right. We got to get together. <laughs> Remember, I said <laughs> I wasn't going to give him a shout out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, would that be our streak? Streak, <laughs> not streak. Sorry, <laughs> seek, strive, find. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah. He has. We're gonna give him a shout out because he's got some cool stickers. He's really, oh, he's, got stickers. he's really up on his game. I think he's he's calling us out. He is calling us out. He he's might having, be a guest before Murphy. He's got to be. He's having whiskey. I mean, his podcasts they're pretty intellectual too. Chance is an intellectual guy. He's a deep thinker. Um, I don't know if he'd survive on this show. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I don't know. Nah, we'll he's see. he's adaptable. Yeah, he he that he is. Yeah, that he is. He's an improviser. Yeah, he's he's a good guy. He he deals with a few more Joeys than we deal with on a on a daily basis. No. Just they might be just a little younger. That's that's true. <laughs> yeah, he's got a tough job. He does have a tough job. He yeah. took it on though, and that's what I like about him. He's that kind of guy. Takes on a challenge and yeah, figures a way. He's doing an awesome job. Yeah. All right, Chance. That's all you're getting tonight, man. Yeah. Been talking you about come you on. too much. Yeah. Until you start handing out some t-shirts. He's got t-shirts too. He's got all kinds of stuff. I think we need to do t-shirts. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. People may not wear them. But no, they might not. They might use them for other things. Yeah, I, I'd wear it. Yeah, 
I'll, I'll wear it. I got yeah. the sticker on my computer. Yeah, I've got so do I. I got to get one in my car. It was a shout out to Colleen Hagen. Yeah, Colleen um, designed those and got them made, and she's gonna be mad if she sees my ride without that sticker on it. But I have it. I just been giving them out more than I put them on my own. Yeah, yeah. same. Yeah, I think we're caught up. We're headed into well, I don't know when we're gonna get any nice weather. It's still raining and windy. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to. Be, I think it's supposed to be eighty by the end of the week. Yeah. Did I see yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to get nice. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to get into the show, which, as you've known, if you've listened to probably, what, the last five episodes, I think, that we've been doing, we just kind of roll in and do our, our questions. We're not going to call it rapid fire anymore, I mean, because um, we're getting a little deeper. And again, just as you listen and you think of things, I have a lot of people that I see on the streets and text me, and then they they make comments and critique, but they never give me any, like, hey, you guys should do this, or I said, we want that, so... Please do it. Um, actually, Greg, you know you know my daughter Allison. Allison's oh, got yeah. more ideas than, uh, I mean, than Einstein. I mean, she's coming up with all kinds of cool stuff. So we'll have to, we'll hit some of those topics. But we got to use those. Yeah, we do, and they're, and they're both very relatable to you and I and our own life experiences. And one of, one of them was, uh, of course, it was her first one because I think she wants to get in my my head. Is like, you guys need to talk about what it's like to have a daughter and raise a daughter. You know, and share that with people. I was like, oh, okay. Well, we yeah. can do that. Yeah. You know what? Before I forget, you, it, you know it was the end of a great week? I got a massage last night. Not by your daughter. <laughs> no, 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 not by Al. <laughs> you just no. changed the subject. No, yeah, I know. I just went <laughs> random because I was thinking about the week. And, um, yeah, I got, I, I've been trying forever to get in. Freaking Massage Envy. Um, and I don't care if we use their name. I mean, I, I thought it would be a shout-out to them to help them out. You think? But I cannot. I haven't been able to get in. So I got one of those contract, a contract, right? So you pay 50 bucks a month, get a 90-minute ninety minute massage. I couldn't get in, couldn't get in. I actually canceled it. And then um, Allison, my daughter, going back to her, she was having one today, and she told me who was doing it. And I actually happened to know the gal. Um, you know her, actually. Um, she does it part-time. So she got me in last night. And I'll tell you what, man. It's the greatest. I'm a massage guy. You a massage guy? No, no, not a massage guy. No, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't care to be touched. I love getting a massage, and I'm not. Yeah, but the one thing I can't do, and this isn't to be, I'm not homophobic or anything, man. I'm not, but I just don't. Well, a lot of know. people think you are. Yeah, I'm not. I, <laughs> but I'm not having a man massage me. I just have, you know, I've struggled with that because they'll call, they'll say, "Hey, we've got Frank or Jim or whatever," and I said. No, man, not doing it. And then I feel like a real jerk, you know? Like I'm, And I always have to try and explain myself. They say they understand, but then I'm like, oh, man, they think I'm a real dick, you know? Oh, poor Frank's not getting a lot of business? Well, it doesn't sound like it. They're not getting a lot of business. They've, like, cut back big time. Um, so you know who likes massages? Who's that? Your former co-host. Hagen? Oh, oh yeah. I know. He oh, yeah. It. oh yeah. him and I. He talks about it all the time. That's probably the only thing we have in common is that we both enjoy getting a massage. I had a buddy talking to me today, and he's like, or last night or whenever the heck it was, he's like, do you get naked? And I said, uh, I'm naked before she says, hey, get down as most comfortable as you can. <laughs> um, yes, I get naked. It's not one of those places. So Thomason's already thinking that. He's listening right now. I know that dude is thinking that. It's um, not like, a, what's his name from the from the Patriots? Craft? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, not one of those. It's not one it's, of those. It's not Nampa making a bust of five, uh, yeah. you know, masseuse places last year of, of that kind of action. A, no, uh, a no. sweep? No. Yeah, a vice sweep. A vice sweep. <laughs> a sweep. But uh, <laughs> no, I, yeah, it was, yeah, those are the, if I had the money, like I said, if I was a pro athlete or a pro whatever, and I had that, I'd be getting one every night. Um, yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. 
So. Uh, you, you know, I, I understand. Like, uh, those professional golfers and the older you get, those yeah. baseball guys. Yeah. I never understood what back spasms were. Yeah. Until, you know, starting to play more more golf. Right. Like, uh, it, it's, 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 it's a tough, it's, it's tough on your back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just, and you start, I mean, I know for me, like when I get a man and they'll, you don't even realize it till they start putting their elbows and stuff in like in my upper, like where I throw, right? Throw yeah. a lot of batting practice. My God, man, she digs in there and it's just like, I'm like, what is that? You can feel the knots. They can feel the knots. And then, yeah. No, yeah. In, in, uh, in what most people call it, your rotator cuff. Yeah. You ever get that one? Yeah, I tore my rotator cuff. <laughs> the cuff. Yeah. yeah. As if it's like this one like tiny ligament. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But people don't people don't understand it's actually they're not even I mean they're they're muscles. Yeah. Yeah. We we had to learn it. You probably did too. Subsit. Yeah. That was the acronym that we used for the rotator cuffs. Right. The or little little cuffs. muscles. The the yeah. guardian muscles is are, are what they're called. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't mean to get off topic about massages. I guess I'm just was excited to get one. So, well, I'm yeah. hoping I can get more. <laughs> this is my shout out to Massage Envy because they have now they're closing down at eight o'clock at night, where they used to be open until ten. And yeah, it's apparently there's all kinds of uh, those places open and more more open in Boise. People are moving here and they're paying people more to be a masseuse. I guess. And yeah. So they're losing business. Well, know. I'll tell you what though, if if you spend a Sunday. Getting a massage and then and then going next door to get the mani pedi. Yeah, Ma- the and then going next door to the lunchbox. We're done. <laughs> well, we're and, done. Uh, okay, so that's one thing I will not do. I I'm not having a mani pedi. <laughs> and this is this is a topic in our household. They're like, you would love it, Dad. You would love getting a, you know. And I just don't. I think maybe we talked about it on the pie. I just there's something about having like if somebody's working on your feet. They're at your feet, man. And I just don't, it's uncomfortable for me. It's like, I, I feel like, I, honestly, like a snob. Um, some people might say that massage, where you let somebody just, you know, touch you, you're totally naked and you let, you know. I don't care, Greg. But I, it is such a, I mean, you could have 15 women walk in that room and I would not care. When I'm in massage land and I always think like, they could slit my throat right now and I'd never even know. And I wouldn't even care. I'm, in, I'm just like in la-la land. Yeah, you're you know? just like in slobber mode. I'm done. They could, I, you really could be, screwed over i mean i could be like my all my stuff can be gone and you know i wouldn't even know wake up two hours later and yeah nothing no clothing <laughs> nothing no wallet it's all gone so all right got off topic let's get rolling all right um i can't remember if it was is it my turn or your turn i think i think you ask that's first I, I, I think yeah okay all right yeah so you're kind of I, on the semi timer ah uh, yeah we have no timer but that's all right because no. we, we can give it more thought i agree I agree. And we'll do our follow-ups. We'll answer, and then we'll, we'll do our follow-ups. All right. I'm ready. Okay. Question one. If you got a tattoo, what would you get, and where would you place it? Good question. Yeah. I, I would get, and again, going, going back to, I think it was a question last time about who I would have dinner with or a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I would get the stick man. It's, it's kind of one of the first logos that the group Pearl Jam used. Right. And it's just... It's not really a, a stick man. It's a stick figure, I guess. Yeah. And I would go on my on my forearm, you know, where everybody could see it. Yeah. I don't, you know. Yeah. But I'm not a tattoo guy. Yeah. But I would uh, the first the first one I get would be the stick man. The second one might be, might be a, a leprechaun, a fighting Irish. Oh, cool. Leprechaun. Yeah. 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 Awesome. All right. Good. All right. This one. So if you had the money to do this, yeah. Okay, and you had to pick one, would you get a housekeeper? 
a cook, a gardener, or a personal secretary? Uh, uh, house house cleaner, housekeeper, uh, yeah, dusting and windows and all that bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> and I like to cook. Yeah. And yeah, secretary, no, nah, I don't really, don't really have a need for it. Yeah. Definitely housekeeper. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. We'll follow up a little more on all that. All right. Um, uh, number three, it's two-parter. Okay. So what, what is your favorite moment as, as an athlete? Um, in your in your own experience, anything, all the sports that you played, what's what's your favorite sports moment, or what, what's your favorite moment as a player? Yeah, I remember uh, high school baseball. We were we were down eleven to one going into the seventh inning, and we and we scored. We were the we were the visitors. We were we were on the road, and we scored thirteen runs in the top mm. of the seventh Ooh, man. to beat a team, and it, it was just one of those things where. It was magical, right, you know, and right. yeah, it wasn't it wasn't high school, but it was it was a magical. Yeah. I mean, I mean, home runs and other things like yeah. that. But that time, yeah. huh. it was like a train, right? You know, and then we 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 beat them, and that yeah, I'll, I'll never forget that moment. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, so the second part is so now that you you know what what's your favorite sports moment as a fan of sports? Well, I had one last fall with with my Fighting Irish, but I don't think any can anything can beat. Kirk Gibson's home run, you know, and at the time, obviously I, I really, I, I wasn't, I wasn't a Dodger fan, but I'll never forget where, where I was and when it happened. Right. I was in junior college baseball and we were in Reno. Mm. Um, we were getting ready to, to, uh, to do a Saturday, Sunday deal with UNR Nevada, okay. Reno and all of us. I mean, the, you know, we were all on one floor, the whole, the whole team and we were just glued, right. you know, obviously it was, it was Oakland, you know, and, and the Dodgers. And when Gibby hit that home run, I mean, I'll yeah. never forget. I mean, I could emulate the whole at bat <laughs> and the story behind it, you right. know, the back door slider, right. you know, and him looking in the dugout and going, you know, here it comes. Yeah. That was that was a special moment. Yeah. I, I I think that's number one for me. Awesome. Okay. Um, question four. Um name two things that would be on Greg Carpenter's the old so called bucket list. Two things you want to do before you you kick the old bucket. Perfect. Uh, first and foremost, I believe I'm 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 going to make the first one happen in October. Me and uh, um, my son and our good our good friend Heath and his two brothers for his for Heath's fiftieth birthday, mm. we're going to go to a home Notre Dame game. Oh, nice! I've seen Notre Dame play all over the West Coast, right? But I've never been to Notre Dame Stadium to see a game, so that's one. Awesome. I don't know if it's much as a bucket list, but I've never truly toured the east coast mm. i'd love to go to the the smithsonian's mm. i'd love to see new york i'd love to see you know a game at fenway yankee stadium and then go down to you know see the Bur- the, the the durham bulls play right. stuff like that i'd love to see uh kind of the carolinas mm. so I, I it's a bucket list thing so maybe huh. not you know i don't want that to be disappointing but that's something yeah. i want to do is tour yeah tour our nation yeah that's yeah. cool awesome all right Thanks for sharing that. All right. And lastly, my last one for tonight, what era would you have liked to have grown up in? Gosh, you know, I grew up in the seventies and I would love, you know, that's, so I can't use that, but that's a art. I I don't know about you, but our, my childhood was amazing and I love, I loved it. So I don't know, maybe, maybe back in the fifties because baseball was really, you know, with Joe DiMaggio Mm -hmm. and, 
and and maybe that that time frame, maybe yeah. the 50s. I don't think I'd want to live in the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe the turn of the century. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'll say the 50s. The okay. 50s seemed to be a good time for America. It did, huh? It's just, I mean, everything we've seen or heard about it, just like, it just seemed like everybody got along, right? The country was, and I'm sure there's things I don't remember in history at that time, but it sure didn't seem like there was a lot of turmoil. You know what I mean? Right. We came out of what World War II and yep, yeah, and things were good. Yeah. That, yeah, that I'd say I'd say the fifties. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Well, is that your we'll follow up? And then uh, it's your turn. Is that no. your five? That was my five. Yeah. All we'll right. Follow up some more on them after you ask me five. Okay, th- this time around, my, mine are a little more in depth. Remember oh, last time, oh. it was more like if if this or that, or yeah, this or this that. Or that. Those are yeah. cool too. Yeah. So these are a little more in depth. Okay, I, I put a little more thought into them. Right on. All right. Question one: If you could have another name, not not an alias, but if you could have another name, what would you choose? Hmm. You know what? I think my and again, it's wouldn't it's nothing exciting, but I love the name. Ryan. It'd be Ryan Diplock. Ryan yeah. Diplock. Ryan it would be Ryan. And we'll follow up, but yeah. Is that like Ryan Gosling? No. Hey girl. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, one of the big things about Ryan and I and honestly I had um when Tracy was pregnant with Lindsay, you know, our firstborn, if yeah. it was a boy, that was the name. She actually agreed on it. I liked it. And I always and you know, when you think about names, you go back, usually people you know or something and and one of my best friends, um, we were rivals in high school, ended up at a junior college. His name was Ryan. And, every, and we just called him Rye. And yeah. I loved that, just the way it sounded, like Rye or Riker. Some guys called him Riker. Oh, yeah. It was like I wanted to pick a name that and – I, I, and I also just like Ryan. I think it's a strong Irish name. And, yeah, that would have been I – I guess I we call, could have called Lindsay Ryan. But, yeah. Yeah, you could have. Absolutely. But, yeah, we didn't. So, yeah, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question two. Would you would you be likely to survive alone in the wilderness? Ooh, um, yeah. If we got to be honest, a hell no. And we're not talking naked and afraid here. We're talking just <laughs> naked and afraid. I can do because I'm a massage guy. I could probably yeah. do that better than I could the other. We're just uh, talking dump. No. dump Bear grills just dumping. Yeah, no way, man. I've watched enough. Um, there's a show called Alone that I love, oh, yeah. and it's right. It's like, and I've seen some of the so-called toughest dudes, and I. You know, and I like nature. I haven't been out in it enough, um, but I really love it. But there's no way I would survive because the first, the first freaking noise in the woods, even if it was some little mouse, and but my mind would go right to it's a freaking bear or a mountain lion, <laughs> and I'm freaking out of there, man. I don't care if I had an AR-15 in my pocket, it's a bear, man. And so, no, the answer is no. Negative, negative, heavy on. <laughs> as my dad would say, heavy on the negative. He said all the time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Can you remember your dreams? And what is a if so? What yeah. is a recurring dream that you have? Um, yes, I, I. You know, I don't dream like I when I was younger. I used to. I used to have dreams big time. I can remember them. Um, I still have some. Um, I had a dream last night. It was so bizarre. I. <laughs> I remember this one because it, it's a combination. I was like, why did I have that damn dream? Um, where I was picking up dog shit with my hand. <laughs> so I watched that show. I started watching the show Billions. Have you watched that at all? Yeah, yet? I've watched Billions. I kind of yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know if you remember. It was like show two. I've only watched three episodes. Yeah, he's taking his dog he's, for a walk. And he lit that guy up because his dog took a dump, yep. and he wouldn't pick it up. So I watched that about a week and a half ago. Yeah. And then on our trip, 
um, to twin this past weekend, one of my assistants, we won't say his name, DP, uh, stepped in a freaking thing of oh, dog shit right before we went in the hotel room and then had to get on the bus and everybody's like, what is that? It was Dustin. So this guy, <laughs> anyway, so it had to be because of that. So I had that dream. Reoccurring dream. Um, when I was in law enforcement, I used to have it. And I think it's pretty common um, where you would arrive, you know, it was different scenes, but it was the same thing. You went to pull the trigger on your gun. You had to, you had to, you know, use deadly force and it wouldn't, it wouldn't go. You didn't have the strength in your finger. And I remember having that conversation with the guys I work with, especially when we were pretty new and working in the jails before we went to out to the patrol was that guys were like, you know, and I remember having one where a really good friend of mine, um, he, he was shot and killed and anyways, but the reoccurring thing was you just could not pull the trigger. So, yeah. yeah. So that's a long answer for that one. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Okay. What is a new skill you'd like to learn? Mm. It's a good question because there's so many that honestly, like, especially getting into getting a chance to open a school like uh, Jules and I are going to yeah. do where it's career technical education, um, things that I honestly like construction and welding and all those things, I don't have any any background on that at all, right? I just, like you said, I loved how I grew up and I grew up just basically playing sports, you know, and um, it's not hurt. I've been lucky enough that I haven't, you know, been okay getting through it but i think as i think about learning a skill um probably the skill honestly of working on a, on a car or learning more about a car and i mean there's so many things you can learn but if i could if i could learn how to do some different things on a vehicle that would be it would be interesting you know more at, it wasn't forever right like i didn't care right i just take it to somewhere but it'd be kind of cool i think i think that one would be yeah probably working on a vehicle yeah youtube yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like I told you about Pinterest. Well, you, YouTube is, yeah. Yeah, for everything. And I and I have used it. I fixed my garbage disposal using YouTube. Yeah. I actually did a few things that, you know, I caused the problem and I was able to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to pay for it. Yeah. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah. Hey, this last question, I, I, I think I think is tough. I think it's it's a it, Great. It's you stopped me last time on one, too, I think. Well, that's why I'm doing this one last. Okay. Okay. All right. So, who is the most important person alive today? Oof, man. Most important person alive today. It's a good one, huh? It's a great one. Um, you know, I could say the obvious, right? Which, I mean, because the presidency used to be such a big factor in this country, but I that's not the case. Anymore. I know. that's that. I thought of the same. I yeah, thought the, right, because, I went the same direction. Because of, you know, I, I don't know who it is, but this is what my answer would be. Whoever is that person that oversees the educational, what, what's happening in education in this country. So whoever, whoever's right, what, what is that title underneath the president? Department of something, right? Um, and it, it's going to take more than one person, right? To, but I think what's going on in our country and then COVID, what it's done to, to education and where people are going and, and feeling like the, we don't need, I, I think it's the change in education that's going to happen. Um, and, and that, I think that person, I mean, I, you could also say whoever, right. We've had so many issues in law enforcement and community and how do we bridge those gaps? Because we have to have police officers, right? I mean, we could sit here and talk forever. We can't, we can't not have that. Okay. And I'm, you know, me and you could argue with people like, because most of those people are good people, right. And some have made some stupid mistakes and costs, whatever. But 
I, I think education. I really still am a big believer in it, even though I didn't care when I was in school, right? I just wanted to play baseball. Um, but I've watched my girls get their education. It's been helpful. You've watched, you know, one of yours already graduate and go on, and another one's in the I, – I still think it's huge. But even at a lower level, right, I think it's got it. We've, we've Some changes have to be made so we can keep our kids engaged in learning. Um, man, I sound like an administrator. Well, no, so, I, I, I think – I sound like a guy opening a school. Well, I think you're dead on <laughs> yeah. because – with education comes probably the other the other side of it is social skills. Yeah, you, you know, right. I mean, no, you're right because with the social skills and also in education. Now that we're this is going to get us talking about it is that kids need to learn. Somebody just that we talked to recently said kids need to learn how to work, and I thought you know, and even with my own, they really they didn't have. I mean, they have, they've learned, but I think back to our jobs, like when we were young, we were just talking about it earlier tonight, right? About we work those jobs that were just backbreaking hard, you know, just, just got you dirty. And, yeah. and, and, and again, um, it, it taught us work ethic. I think it did for me. I mean, it, I'd learned that, you know, you've got to work hard. You've got to be on time. You have to be reliable. Um, I know some of those sounds so common sense to a lot of people, but they're missing today. They're missing. Kids don't. yeah you hear about all the time as we you know start doing this i know your wife has done more talking to people in industry in her her previous job before us starting the school but that was the feedback like give us people that will work i don't care we went to this big company in nampa called autoval that's brand new two years that's what they said we'll hire anybody without any um skills or as long as they're here to work and they're going to work hard and be on time we'll take them because we'll mold them you're starting to see more of that so again that goes back to where does that start i mean it starts in mm-hmm. we know it starts at home and again things have changed in, in the homes in our country right so some of that doesn't occur like it should so where's the next place that it's gonna that everybody is technically supposed to go is school and we've got to allow our teachers to be able to do that and so i, I wish i had the answer i sound like i know you know it's it's that easy i know it's not um, but again, it has to happen as a society and, and, a and yeah, that's why when I think back, that's such a hard question. Like who's the most important person or who's, yeah, that's, well, a, that's a good, an- that's a good answer. Yeah. I mean, I was riding in the car with one of our friends who's an educator and, and he was like, we are not helping our kids get ready for college with this new system that we have of, mm-hmm. of, uh, standards based grades and, you know, there's really no timelines on when you finish work or complete a task mm-hmm. or, you know, and, and, you know, the grade really doesn't mean anything, but you get a mark for, oh, yeah, you did good enough. And if you yeah. want to do a little bit better, you know, you get a higher mark. But they're going on to college, and now colleges are saying, uh, here's your deadline, and kids yeah. don't know how to meet deadlines. Right. You know, and I, 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 we're, we're probably doing a disservice to our yeah. kids with this new system. Yeah. Well, I think the other thing, another big thing for me that we have to make sure that we're conveying to kids. And I know I, I think about all these things when I get a chance to do what we're doing next in our, in our school. Right. Or, and they're trying at the place that we've been lucky enough to spend time is that the kids, kids in general just need to know it, it is okay to freaking fail. I mean, they just, I don't know. We failed so many times. I remember, gosh, I remember, and it wasn't, where there was no excuses. Right. I mean, it's just, it's part of what it's okay to do that. You're going to learn from making mistakes and, I don't think generation right now, especially generation shortcut, it's it's almost harder to make mistakes sometimes because you can find answers and you can do things without really putting any work into it. And then getting the, what I, what I think the most important thing is when you do something and it doesn't work and it's frustrating, instead of giving up, just keep trying, you know? And 
as coaches, right, we tell our guys that all the time. I mean, you have two choices. You roll over or you just keep fighting back, right? Yeah. You get up the next day. You, I mean, there's plenty of cliches, man, and I love Rocky, and he's just get up. Just keep trying to get up. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, that, that question, man, we could talk about that one. Like, who is the mo- – and we know there's not just one person, but, um, yeah, when you think people that have a chance to make a – yeah, so whoever you are, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Department of uh, Ed or Department of whatever, uh, you should probably listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, somebody, maybe, somebody get that to him. Yeah. Maybe a new branch called social awareness. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Those yep. are awesome questions. All right, let's do a little follow up. Yeah. That, was that five? That was five. Yeah, right? That was five. Of yep. course. Yeah. You saved the, the hardest one for last. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk. Okay. I'm going to follow up on yours. Yeah. So um, I like the tattoo one, but you're not a tattoo. You don't have a tattoo. No. Nope. I guess I didn't know that. No yeah. ink. No ink nope. at all. And you just. Never wanted one. My brother's the same way. Doesn't have any. And um. well, I mean, I under I understand. You know, even you know uh, uh, yourself. Yeah. You, you have you you have tattoos that have deep meaning. Yeah. They mean a lot to you. Yeah. You know, and I I, <laughs> I guess I don't have anything that I have. Yeah, you, you know, could. truly. Yeah. You know, truly deep. Yeah. You know those that band has meant a lot to me. Yeah. For a long time That's... with with their songs and lyrics and. Yep you know, changed my life, I yeah. would say. So that's probably the first thing is that, yeah. you know, in a lot of things that I am and who I am and it's, yeah, I, I would refer wow. back to that. I'm going to tell you, you need to get one then because you, I, you know, I think you should, I, but again, everybody, and I, I've never been judgmental of it. So one thing I, I never, I saw people and it, I didn't get my first one, I think till I was 32, 33 before I moved here. I'd always wanted one, just never again took the time, and I knew they were the time wise. But um, and you're right, it was one of the things like I passed on. I think to my own daughters, like one of them is very much like me, and they can be. If you talk to anybody, they can be very addicting. Your daughters like them, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. They can, and they can be. Uh, but I said to her, I said, you know, the only thing I would just encourage is that you just get something that has some meaning to you. Um, you know, like that's what it was for me. My first one was a shamrock, you know, dad, and everybody knows dad now on the podcast was oh, know, yeah. being, being Irish. It was a big deal. I got the English flag cause I was born there and that's mom. And then I got the girl's names. Um, I do get a lot of flack. Um, not so much for my wife, I think a little bit, but from my girls, like, why don't you have your, why don't you have mom's name on your body? And you know, this is my answer. I have no problem. You know me, I'm an open book, Greg. Uh, yeah. oh, I said, yeah. well, the girls will always be mine. I was, that didn't go over well either. But I didn't know how else to say it. <laughs> you know, I didn't. I don't want to be. You've seen those guys, right? What was that one commercial back in the day where the, the guy had like five women's name like lined out? Every time yeah. he got a new girlfriend, yeah. he got a tat and he lined it out. So, And it wasn't like that. It was just, you know, those girls are mine, right? I, I made them. They're mine. Whatever. So got, yeah. uh, and then I got, I got a cross on it and I believe in God. And that's a whole different discussion. Um, and then what else did I get? Oh, and I was like you, like what has been huge in my life, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and people are amazed that I don't have a U2. That's kind of I like, know. Yeah, they're they're amazed because, like you said, people can say what you want, but our our bands that we yep. love were, I just, right, we went through different stages in our life where when things weren't good or they were, we struggled, we always went to that music, man. I still, to this day, when I'm not just feeling it, I, I put YouTube on and it changes everything. I, I mean, it just does, right? Probably uh, I, like you are for Pearl Jam, right? I to- totally agree. Yeah. And, and it's not the same, it's not the same song, yeah. you know? And Yeah. But. It's, it's, it's whatever it is. It's that voice or that mm-hmm. sound, right? It just, maybe just the sound, man, that they put out that just resonates with you, right? And yeah. that's. You know, that's how it is for me. So I, it, it is, it is even to myself that I don't have that. And I got a, uh, 
What else did I get? Oh, I got my big, I got my C-dub, right? Oh, Columbia yeah, High School. I got my yep. C-dub. And, the Copenhagen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind of. We, we readjusted it, but <laughs> Columbia Wildcats, man, it's been 15 years of coaching, 14 years of yeah. my life at a school, and I'm like, man, it's just, it means something to me. And, um, and then I, I recently got my L.A. County Sheriff's um, star with my badge number on it, and the oh, guy awesome. did it. And again, I spent, that was 10 years of my life that were, were life-changing, right? I became a dad. I saw a lot of things in life that a lot of people won't have to sometimes, which is good, but also what, what people do miss out on and the good of people. So it meant, it meant a lot. And uh, yeah, the guy who did it for me. So I am due. I keep saying that, um, but God dang, man, tats are so expensive now. And that's the other thing. It's like that expendable income. They are crazy expensive. Yeah. Like they charge you by the hour. We're yeah. in the wrong profession. The dude that does mine, love the guy, man. Uh, atomic tattoo, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you want to get a, get a tat, Brian over there, Give him a shout out. Awesome. But man. Are you I, gonna get the, the Salancha logo? Our, you know, our, we'll our, see. Our we'll podcast see. logo if, now. Hey, you know, this might be a challenge for the listeners. If we can get up to over three hundred listeners, right? We've we've gotten in the two hundreds. If we can get up to three hundred, people share and talk about us and we get three hundred, I'm doing it, Greg. You heard yeah. it right here. I will get Salancha. Because it has good meaning too, right? It sure does, does. I mean it talks about being good health. Um so yeah, all right. That's a little good follow-up, yeah. Um, all right. We won't have to follow up on every one for each other. Uh, I agree. I yeah, we don't have to. Yeah, but I do want to uh, talk about the Kirk Gibson thing because yeah. I was, you know, like you said, I was sitting at a Kings game. It was uh, beginning of October, and hockey just started sitting at a Kings game, and all of a sudden, it came, I didn't see it, but the roar of the crowd, there was just a, it was during the middle of the – they were playing, and the roar of the crowd went off, so everybody in the stands was listening to Vince Scully. Right, they knew there was if they were going to be at a Kings game, they're Dodger fans. Yeah. Everybody listened to Vinny, and the place went crazy. And I remember getting home that night, and again, I was not a Dodger fan. Even growing up down there, I freaking hated the Dodgers. But that moment and what he'd gone through, and and I'd watch Kurt Gibson as a Tiger, and oh, yeah. he used to he used to come into Angel Stadium, and there was you know these Marines, these guys, all these jarheads would come out and just yell, "Kirk, baby!" They're all yelling at him, and he would and he played. He played like a football player. Yeah, he he was, right? I remember yep. him playing for Sparky Anderson and when he was a Tiger and Sparky just he knew how to fire him up like they're walking him intentionally and when they won the series in 84, but yeah, what a what a cool moment. And then Dennis Eckersley, he's a dick. So I <laughs> I didn't like that guy, but I still don't like listening to him. So it was even sweeter cuz he was just, you know, when Eckersley struck you out. This is in the day before guys really did a lot of emotional gestures towards other. Remember Eck when he freaking struck you out? He gave you exactly gave the old, uh, you know, I, we can't show yeah. anybody, but the yeah. reverse fist pump. Exactly. is right? basically how yeah. to describe yeah. it. Yeah. So he would do that. He, so. Yeah. He wasn't an e- emotional guy, I guess. But yeah. you, know, you think about that team, you know, that team, that team was loaded. You, yeah. I mean, you had three consecutive rookies of the year. Oh God. You yeah. had McGuire, yeah. you had Canseco, yeah. you had Walt Weiss, yeah. Carney Lansford, yeah. Ricky Henderson. Yeah. Dave Henderson, Dave Stewart. Yeah. That team was loaded. Yeah, Bob Welsh, you're right, man. They were they were loaded. And they were right. They weren't Dodgers weren't supposed to have a chance. No, you know? and they had Oral yeah. Oral Hershiser. Yeah, the Bulldog. Yeah. Oh, I love the Bulldog. And That's a Dodger I liked, was the Bulldog. Yeah. Because he was. Brett but, Butler, was he on yeah, that team? Yeah. He um, plays center field. I th- I don't know if I he, can't remember. He he became a Dodger. I can't remember if he was an eighty eight Dodger. He might have been. Yeah. He had he had like that twenty two inch glove. It was yeah. like bigger than him. Yeah, I know it was, it was bigger than him. like Charlie Brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's a cool cool moment that you savored there. Um and then era, just the era growing up. I, I'm with you, man. We we grew up around the same time, right? You're a few yep. years a couple years younger, but it was a great time. You know what the one for me is like and I know this is, but we're just following up, but 
I honestly would have loved, like, I think I would have loved, like, um, the late 1800s, Wyatt Earp days and all that stuff when people were moving west and towns were being created and, and you had, like, guys like Wyatt Earp, man, who realized, well, we got to have some we got to have some, gotta have some order. <laughs> we got to have a little bit of order. So we can't just, even though, you know, there's days and you're like, you know what, you want to settle the dispute? Yeah, I'll just go out back and... Ten pace, paces. Pace off. Yeah. <laughs> pace it off and say, hey, all right, and then see who's standing and oh that settled it. All right. So yeah, good stuff. All right. Uh, that what a I mean what a good movie. And one of these days we'll we'll have to bring in a topic of movies, but yeah. Tombstone. Oh, I love it. How can you not love yeah. you know Tombstone? It's, Val Kilmer. Oh, he was I still he had a lot of good roles. Val Kilmer is one of those guys that were like an yeah. underrated actor, but yeah, he was awesome in that. Yeah. Yeah. All, All right, right, let's uh, follow up. Yeah, yeah, let's 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 follow up on on dreams because yeah. one of the questions that I that I that I stemmed this from was what are what are dreams for? Why do we dream and what are they for? You know? Yeah. The study of what what is that? What is that? You know? And I'm with you. I remember getting a book. Somebody gave me, you know, I'm a big afterlife guy and 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 dreams are part of like there are people that say your dreams are you know, in this, in this realm of where you are in this state that you can connect. Cause they, they say that there's a lot of, uh, interaction between those who pass during dreams where they try to communicate with you. Right. And I think everybody would admit they've had a dream where they're like, my God, that felt so real. Like it happened or, you know, I'm sure you've probably had these where you, you have those ones that you just come out, um, crying. And I just had one. And now that we're talking about it, where I was literally, Oh, well, this is going to, I'm going to get a little too, but I had a dream. I was walking down the street and I see these two dogs and this old man's walking them. And the next thing, this car comes flying down the road and loses control. It, it misses the one dog, but it hits the other one. And I just remember this dog laying there and the old man looked down at me down the street and I, and the dog looked up and then it, it passed and he, and I just started bawling. I woke up like heaving, you know, this is recently oh, yeah. actually. Yeah. And then I wondered like, why the hell am I having that dream? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what I mean. The study of dreams and why is it because man we're our 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 job is service yeah and we're always there to like to help people yeah and are we just maybe just that far away yeah i don't know yeah i i guess from like my own opinion or is that i think i wouldn't say they're trying to t- they don't tell us anything cuz you do question like why would i dream that but if you you know like i was doing earlier with the dog crap it was like watching this and seeing this and maybe that's what led into it um and i don't know about you but you know we both lost a parent um i kept hoping you know early on that mom would come to me in a dream and i probably too much um but i've had a few where it was mm-hmm. like i saw her when she was young as a young mother um and i was almost like that's i you know i felt like that was being shown to me like okay uh, everything's okay and i don't know it it comforted me it didn't freak me out yeah. um even though yeah, so I yeah, I wish I had a dream every night, you know. I'm uh, sure you do, you just can't remember. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So I I have the I have this dream where like I'm on all fours like like a dog mm-hmm. and I I'm trying to get upright on my feet and my running is is like my claws are digging into the pa- the huh. pavement and I'm just just grinding, you know, huh. and right. I'm gaining speed, but I can never get on my feet and, uh, and run. And I'm just digging and digging uh, and digging, and you know, or like riding a bike and you just can't get going. Yeah, you just can't. Yeah. You know, whatever you do, you just right. you're, you're not getting it done. Hmm. Then the other one that that I have a lot is I'm flying. Yeah, I'm above the telephone, you know, wires, huh. but I'm swimming. 
Mm. So the mo- the motion is just just kind of swimming. It's, huh. it's like I'm underwater, but I'm flying, huh. just cruising along. Hmm. And then that's why I'm like, man, I wish I could fly. Yeah, huh? It'd be great to fly. And see, when you when you talk about a dream like that, that's where I'm talking about. Like the they'll call it the astral plane, where you leave your body and you can go to different places during your sleep when you're in a deep sleep. There's a lot of a lot of studies and. I've read a lot of books on that kind of stuff. Um, so then you hear stuff like that, and you're like, because I used to have one when I was young where I was falling a lot, just falling off of a building, falling, yeah. and just you would just poof, wake up. Um, yeah, you, but you don't die. You don't die or no. hit the ground. You just no. wake up. You wake up. Yeah, I remember having that one a lot. I've had similar where you're facing death. Hmm. You know, I've heard people say, "Well, if you die in your dream, you die in real life." Right. Well, I, I guess I've never died in my dream, but I've had I've had yeah. those near death experiences in dreams. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I don't have enough of the good dreams. I know. You no know doubt, I mean? huh? Like, like the ones we used to have back in the day. Like, oh, like yeah. yeah. When you're like 13 or 14. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing Hagen's not here. I know. That yeah. could, that could he, really well, he could, go he, in the wrong oh, direction. Oh, no. We're not talking about that. Oh, that's true. No, yeah, no, Hagen, no. Yeah. <laughs> we can't go there. Remember, we, we did ask him a sensitive question in like that's episode right. two. Yeah. Jack, right? Jack, was it Jacqueline Smith? It was, yeah, it was Jacqueline Smith, wasn't it? Uh, he liked Charlie's Angels. It was one of. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was Jacqueline Smith. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, let's. Uh, 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 the the other one is is the new skill. The new skill. Yeah, yeah. That's one that. Yeah, and and you know you could even say why would you want to learn that now at fifty four? Um, I don't know. There's just something about it. Maybe I have this uh, this hope that when I retire, you know, that I, when I get away from and I and I think for retirement, I'm not sure. People are like, you can't. You couldn't live out in the country. You couldn't live in Ireland in the middle of nowhere. You wouldn't be able to. Well, that was easy to say when you're 30, but now you get mm-hmm. to the point where I think sometimes just being a, being alone or just being with your, your family or whatever, just a couple of people is, I mean, no, I don't, you know, especially from the jobs we've had, right, where mm-hmm. we're always talking to people and it's great and you're on all the time, but and you don't have a lot of downtime where it's just, you know, because you don't want to be like that at home. You know, you come home and you, you don't want to totally shut down, but. Yeah, you um, have to be on. Yeah. And yeah. so, so I think to learn like a skill, like I could see my, especially in retirement, right, where okay, I just, I just ran into a buddy down in Twin who just moved up here from L.A. and uh, about a month ago bought a place on Filer. He was like, yeah, he's like, I'd wake up every day, Dipper. And I'm like, well, what? Are, well, I don't have anything to do today. Mm-hmm. So now he's, you know, you're trying to find something that interests you. And I think it'd be kind of cool to like, I don't know about putting a car together, but getting something and even if it was following YouTube, but I was doing it slowly where at the end of it, you know, I built this legit, Starsky and Hutch Grand yeah. Torino, man. It'd be cool. So, yeah, yeah. I, I I said this the other day. I, I, I'd like to learn. I mean, I took welding in high school, right? Yeah. But I'd love to be able to weld and create and yeah. bend and shape metal. And, yeah. And I've always had, the, you know, like I want to invent something. Right. Maybe if it's just something simple that people can use every day. Yeah. You know, or play guitar. Right. You know, yeah. Just, just be able to strum along I'm to a song. You. Yeah. I don't have to be great, but just have enough. That's you know? what I should, that's now that you're bringing it up. That's what I should have said. And I actually, when I moved here, I bought a guitar. I, I told Tracy, I'm going to teach myself how to play, or even if I have to read and like everything, once I got here and then life got going, I yeah. started coaching. I, I didn't do it, but that was, that's a, you're right. A musical instrument would be pretty cool. Yeah. You know, like the drums would be uh, pretty legit. I play drums. Yeah. Well, then yeah. I got to, I got to learn how to play the guitar because that could be our next podcast. We actually make. I mean, we could sing Pearl Jam and U two songs. Hey, we could at least be, do that. We could be the Black Keys. Yeah, it's basically a two man band. <laughs> or we could we could get Hagen and have yeah. him do something. Do you listen to the Black Keys? I do. 
Yeah, I've I got love a couple. The Pla- so I, I love the Black Keys. Yeah. They're awesome. Yeah, love that band. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. Hey, right. we're we're getting to an hour. Wow. But something Again. something we okay. haven't done. You, you got to give us a Joey. You got oh, you, oh. you got to give us a Joey. Okay. Um, gosh, and you know, I just saw a guy this weekend, and I just first thing I walked into this coach's meeting, and this guy had his hat on backwards, shades on the back of his thing, and then he had the—and I'm not joking—and he had the tights on and the short. He like checked off all the boxes, and I, I just started laughing out loud. People were looking at me like, "Why is he laughing?" I couldn't help it. Did I? Did I see this guy? Um, no, but you know who he is. I'm pretty close. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> we haven't had a Joey. What? What's? Uh, oh my gosh. We had one. We were trying to talk about one last time. Do you remember? Deck it was. What was our Joseph one? You know, I'll tell you what. The the, the big thing, and I know you don't watch a lot of golf, but this last go- the PGA Championship over the week with Mickelson, yeah, right. winning it was right. And all the people was so exciting, but there was probably ten thousand Joeys, yeah, on TV <laughs> on Sunday, yeah. That I was like, you got to be kidding me, right? I mean, it was just the epitome of bruh. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah. I mean, these people. I mean, it was like they'd never, they haven't been out of the house in a year. Right, is what it was, right. and it was just like five thousand Joey's following, following Mickelson and yeah. and, and Kepka <laughs> up the fairway. So, I mean, if anybody watched the PGA and, and yeah. you agree or disagree with me, <laughs> it was a bunch of Joey's, and that's what we're talking about. Those were Joey's. <laughs> Those are a Joe. I I don't know. I I'm trying to think. You know you. Th- you know, I would see some this weekend being around a, a baseball place, people coming yeah. and going. But I don't know. You caught me off guard there. Hmm. We got to get All back right. on track with the Joey's. We do. We do. We got to make it back part of the segment. I'll have to think about that. And the book of dip. We yeah. only got so far. Yeah. Well, that just tells you the book's not that big. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I only have so many, so many like staples. I think. But we'll. I'll come yeah. up with some things. Um, I, I will say I'm gonna I'm gonna give a sh- well we got to give some shout outs I'm gonna give a couple shout outs and one I know some of my players past and current listen to this podcast and I'm and I'm glad they do mainly they just want to laugh at coach after all these years and um, but I'm super proud uh, of being a coach because of this weekend and has nothing to do with going to the state championship nothing to do with winning a game um, we we got some major compliments on the way my boys acted and I watched them come into the come into the stadium each day and say hi to the ladies working at the front gates. I mean, they went out of their way to go around. All they had to do was flash their badge and they could have kept walking and they asked them how they were and thanked them. So, um, as we talk about the way things have changed, I would, like I said, I could not be, and I, and I, and the kids know this, I've shared it with them, how proud I am. And, and then obviously that says a lot for their parents. Um, but yeah, just to, just to do those. And then a shout out to my, to all the people, um, that did come down. A lot of people drove down to twin falls, two hours away from here, um, said we're coming down and it was great. It was great to see a lot of faces and yeah. So that, those are my big shout outs and, and to my family and you know, we, we never give them enough, right. Um, being away and, and, uh, taking care of the home and letting me coach and Tracy knows that. And Allison drove down on, she drove down by herself Sunday just to come watch and yeah, pretty cool. So yeah, those are my shout outs for the week. And we always got to give Thomas a shout out cause he's our, He's our biggest fan. He won't admit it, but he is. He 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 is. He lo- yeah. he loves the show. <laughs> he, I, he misses us just like we miss yeah. him. And yeah. you know, and yeah, uh, he's got to take. He's got to. He's got to come see us. He's got a daughter daughter graduating. Yeah, I know he does. Yeah, it's crazy. And both girls are going to. Well, you know, uh, Avery's already already in Nebraska. Yeah, wrestling and Sydney. It will follow at a different school in Nebraska to play yeah. softball. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. It's pretty impressive. She got two things from her mom. 
her height. That's true. Yes, that's true. And her ability to play softball because yeah. we've seen we've seen him swing a bat. Y- yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Not pretty. So, yeah, we, congratulations. That's pretty cool stuff. And we got to, like I said, Heath, we miss you, man. You know that. Um, we'd have you on here if you had anything to say. But you, Well, the yeah. next time we do a podcast, we'll have to time it for when he's driving home. Because yeah, that's, that's the good. only way we're going to get him on. Yeah, I'll have to call his wife and see what, what his schedule's like. Yeah. So he can give us a few <laughs> answers in his four-minute trip home. Yeah. All right, we're out. Um, everybody have a good rest of the week. Um, and we will be back soon. Um, you guys that know Hagen, encourage him to get, get his crap together so he can get on here for his uh, semi-final episode. All right. All right, everybody. Ready? Slauncha. We're out.